Hi, I'm Emma. And I'm Jess. And this is Questions at Queen's Ferry, where me and Jess will answer questions and cover topics you and I want answered. Um, today we're going to be interviewing Miss Moore, a PE teacher at Queen's Ferry High School. So as it is Women's Sports Week, um, I think a good question to ask you first is what does it mean to you to be a woman in sports? Um, so to be a woman in sport for me is all about getting to be an example for other younger girls. That's something that I really looked up to when I was younger, was athletes when I was at home, primary school. I always remember when the Olympics was on, watching people competing. And then now getting to be a person in sport and inspire younger generations of women, that's something really big to me. Especially because women in sport isn't always seen. A lot of the time people focus on the male aspect of sport, such as in football, it's a lot more televised for male side. So being able to be a person that has got a sporting background, that's able to talk about different sports and be someone that women can come to and young girls can come to to have someone that's been through it and had sporting experiences that's something that's really important to me being able to be an example out there yeah yeah that's amazing and um so what would you say what got you into sport so for me it was definitely my parents that got me into sport both my parents are really sporty people my mum was a swimmer and my dad was a runner so from a really young age I think I was about three years old when I was put into dancing, was put into different clubs after school, and then I was already competing in swimming galas by the age of like six, seven years old. So it was definitely my parents that really were my people that drove me to be into sport. But then when I got older, it definitely, as I said before, was watching athletes on the television and thinking, I want to be just like you and I want to be able to have sport as part of my life. Yeah, um, so would you say that your parents um were a role model or did you have any other role models? So my parents were probably my main role models growing up. Um, My mum represented Scotland in swimming and my dad represented Great Britain in running so they were really inspirational people to me. However when I started to get a little bit older one of my running coaches became a really big role model for me. Um, He was a PE teacher himself and then he was a university lecturer alongside coaching people that were competing at high levels in running. So he was someone that was always there for me and He's one person that, when I was really struggling in sport, was always by my side talking about resilience, talking about as long as you keep showing up to training, then this will help you in the long run, and about it not being immediate results and being the end product. So he definitely inspired me as well to keep going and believing in myself. Yeah. What What would you say is like, do you have a favourite sport to teach? So to teach, I don't really think I have a favourite sport. I really enjoy being able to get anyone involved in any sport. Um, Again, especially talking about before, having a lot more male representation. So it's really important for me in sport, whenever I have a class with lots of females in it, to give them an opportunity to do as wide a range of sports as possible. So this means that I also need to enjoy it. If I'm stood at the front of a lesson and I'm not looking like I'm enjoying teaching it, that's not going to be an inspiration for the girls involved. So for me, it doesn't matter what what sport it is I'm teaching I really enjoy it and I try and make everything fun and go at things from a different angle so then everybody can be included in it and have a good time and then it's not sort of separating sports and making it boy sport girl sport which is something that I think sometimes people have that stereotypical view but I really make it just inclusion for all and try and get everyone involved to really then make girls feel like they belong in all sports yeah and I think that's really important um, because I definitely noticed when for example the women won the Euros 
it was glossed over and it, there was really it wasn't talked about much whereas everyone was talking about when the men mm -hmm. lost it um so i mean i guess how how do you think is the best way to keep girls in sports and not let them be brought down because of these yeah so I think it is a lot of what I just said about they're making sure they get involved in everything at a young age. When I was at a young age, I was dancing, running, swimming, going skiing, doing rugby, football, doing so many things that as I got older, I then started to feel like external bodies, like pressures of what you should look like in sport. And I think it was a lot of time going back to this running coach who was always there beside me saying that it doesn't matter how you look, it doesn't matter what your genetics are, it's all about resilience, about keeping going. So I think that that's something that really should be pushed to help girls stay in sport for longer, because if they've got that role model who's helping them see that it doesn't matter what you look like, then going forward, you can do it as long as you train. And then having that really wide breadth of sport when you're younger, being involved in everything, and sort of ignoring people telling you that your body's not good enough for it and making your own decisions and when you want to home in on a sport. The more you've got opportunities to do when you're starting out or doesn't matter what age you are, you can start out at any age. But if you're doing loads then, when you decide to actually home in on a sport, you've got so much choice that then everyone will be able to find something that they actually enjoy. If you only do one or two things and shun others away, then there's a high chance you've only got one or two to pick from and you might not enjoy them down the line. For me, when I came to the age of about 12, 13, I really didn't enjoy playing rugby anymore, but that was okay because I had so many other sports to fall back on. Even when I took a step back from being in my rugby club, I then still had my swimming, I still had running. So it meant that I was always in a sporting context. Yeah. yeah. I think like what you were saying about that, you have a really good like outlook on it because I do feel like um, role models are really important for young girls. So it's not always like males that they're seeing in sport. Like I always had male PE teachers in primary school and like all the clubs were like dominated by them. So I think it's like really helpful. Um, what would you say to girls who are feeling like motivation wise, what would you say to keep them going? I think it is all about resilience and I know that that can be really, really challenging um, when people are commenting on your body, commenting on your size, comparing you constantly to males in sport. But it's all about resilience and being be able to back yourself and know that it is going to be the long run. Things don't happen overnight, um, but it's known that if you keep showing up to practice, it doesn't matter what anyone's saying, you will improve. If you keep going along to things and keep chipping away at it, even if it seems like it's taken ages, then it's a lot about that inward resilience to matter what's happening externally. Um, I know that for me, a lot of it is to do with my height. I was always told that I'd be too short to be an athlete, but it's been something that I've thought, well, I'm going to prove them wrong. So it's that resilience, that believing in yourself, which I do know is very hard to do and it does take a long time. And there have been times in my sporting career when I have doubted myself, when I have faced things like performance anxiety. However, it is all about then instead of maybe always going to the competitions, take a step back from that, get yourself back to enjoying your sport and just going back to training until you feel confident again and then going back into it. So it's never quitting completely, but maybe taking a step back from competitions to build up your resilience again. Um, but it does take time. It is something that I think nearly every female in sport will have a challenge with, is overcoming these sort of external pressures that they've got on them. So it's all about believing in yourself.
Um, yeah, I think positive mindset is very, very important. Um, do you have any like um, achievements or things in general, even in your career, that you're proud of? So there's three big standout moments in my career. Um, the first of which was affected by my performance anxiety and looking back is something that I wish I'd been more confident with at the time. When I was in high school, I was the Commonwealth Games was currently taking place at Hamden Park and um, I was doing quite well in my 800 metres at the time. I made it through to the 800 metre finals, which meant we were allowed to race at Hamden Park. They did it as sort of a pre-Commonwealth Games type thing where they had it all totally done, like the Commonwealth, you had to do the walkout and everything. And unfortunately at that time, that's when I'd really started to doubt myself. I was about 14, 15 years old. And even though I was in this amazing experience, I wasn't able to fully enjoy it. Um, I'm still really proud of being able to get there and being able to race there. And I did place seventh in that race, but it's frustrating because I was nowhere near my personal best. And I know that if I'd been able to hone in on that self-belief and confidence prior to that race, I probably would have done better but it's still something that I look back on and find is a really turning moment in my sport because after that race, I made a decision that I was going to change my outlook because I'd almost missed out on an opportunity that was so good. So that's something that I've really been a turning point in my career, even though it maybe wasn't perfect, I really learned from it. Um, the next big thing in my life was that I got to be trained by Liz McCogan. So you probably have heard of Ailish McCogan just now. She's doing so well in all of her sports at the Commonwealth Games at summer. She had one of the most emotional races I've ever seen. And when I was in fifth or sixth year at school, I was selected to be trained by Liz McCogan for about two weeks over summer. And this was something that really helped drive my motivation. Being able to work with such an inspirational lady and have her comment on my running and really then give me a focus again, helping me on really specific things, which I'd been worried about for a long time. That felt like a really big achievement. And then since then, I've now been having her back me at races, constantly messaging me to see how I'm doing. And I have that sort of connection with her, which is something that is a really proud moment for me that I was able to have that training session with and was selected to do that. Um, that's really given me confidence and knowing when you've got an inspirational person that you then connect with and then is sort of coming back and backing you, it does then give you more confidence in yourself and backs then what I know I could do. So that's something that's been another thing I've been really proud of that I've had in my life. And my third thing is since then, um, my triathlon and aquathlon races have been taken a lot more seriously and I've been able to do a lot of Scottish national races. So since that, I've had four bronze medals for Scotland and three silver medals for Scotland and my last of which was just at the summer there. So it's been really good seeing right from that first moment where I got to these big races and I wasn't maybe right in the mindset, having that resilience to continue, then having someone inspirational to come in and continue to build on that and then now coming away with medals and getting to represent Scotland down Leeds in different events. So it has been quite a journey and there are three big moments that have really impacted that. Yeah, that's that's really cool. If you could if you could say anything like to any like girl out there, then what would you say? Like in like a line or something, just um, I'd probably say that it's not about being the best, it's about getting involved. A lot of the time it's about just showing up going yeah. somewhere that you enjoy yeah that would be what I'd tell them yeah, yeah. I just feel like 
at the end of the day, like, you need to be enjoying the sport you're doing because some people can crack under pressure, but you always have to go back to, like, the route that you're doing it because you enjoy it. Yeah, exactly. Going. There's yeah. no point doing something if you're not enjoying it, but that doesn't mean that there's not a sport out there that you will enjoy. There is mm. so many sports out there that there's definitely going to be ones that you don't like, but there definitely is going to be one you do, and it's just finding that one. Yeah. 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 I think women in sports, we're making steps to progress to make them more equal to men um so where do you see women in sports in 10 years or where would you like to see it i think that currently we are taking steps in the right direction but i don't think that it's coming fast enough um i think triathlon just now is doing a really good job the sport that i'm in is doing quite a good job in that in the last few races and few big seasons such as the last two commonwealth games they've now introduced a mixed relay which has been something that's been really good because the males and females race against each other in a mixed relay team. So it's more everyone included. It means that the males and females are getting the exact same time advertising on screen. Um, females in triathlon just now are actually doing really well in Great Britain, which means that they're bringing in an audience. So I think that my sport is doing pretty well just now at making that even playing field. However, I think that other sports still have a long way to go. And it's a shame because the athletes put in the exact same amount of work. It's not as if the males are putting in loads of work and deserve the accreditation. So I find it really hard to watch when you're seeing two genders put in the exact same effort, but the men get credited and the women don't. So there's definitely a long way that still needs to go to make things more equal in other sports. Yeah. Yeah, you're completely right. I'm Especially in football, I feel like the coverage and the amount of mm-hmm. talk about females needs to be like upped especially when they're doing so well like yeah. in the last few years they've like it's really got up there and I think football for me that's one sport that I get really really frustrated at because female footballers recently have been getting a bit more in the public eye but unfortunately a lot of the time they're being demeaned for being a woman playing football and it's just really upsetting as a woman to see athletes that have spent years and years of time committing to something, lots of heartbreak throughout the years, finally getting a chance to celebrate what they're doing with their bodies and what they're doing physically and then being able to represent their country, but all of that being diminished just because of their gender. Yeah, I really think we need to take care of girls in sports because I definitely think um, quite often men can sometimes create quite a hostile environment mm-hmm. for them and it's, it's quite, um, you know, uncomfortable for yeah. a lot of women. So I think we need to continue to make women not only aware that um, they can do it, but also create safe, safe places for them and make them feel as comfortable you yeah. know, as they can. So I think we've asked most questions. <laughs> yeah. Um, thank you so much for doing this podcast and for your answers and for being an inspiration for the girls in our school and girls out there doing sports. Thank you. I've loved being part of your podcast today. <laughs> <laughs> now it's time to hear from our guest speaker. We are delighted to be joined today by Fiona Brown, who is Scottish women's national team footballer. Hi, Fiona. Would you like to tell us a little bit about yourself and your involvement in sport? Hi, uh, it's Fiona Brown from the Scottish Women's National Team and FC Rosengard out in Sweden. Um, yeah, I've always loved sport. I've always been a sporty kid. Um, when I was younger, I liked to give everything a try. Um, my family played a variety of different sports, so tennis, golf, squash, 
gymnastics, running, anything really, anything with a ball or anything that um, involved me running around, I was quite interested in. Um, so my local council did the uh, classes through the school, so active sterling classes, and it allowed me to give everything a good try, to be honest. Um, and then through school, we tried quite a few different sports. Um, so yeah, that became part of my life and um, eventually I had to pick one, which ended up being football. But um, yeah, I, I loved a lot of sports growing up. We would love to hear about any role models you had growing up or even now. Um, growing up, I had a lot of role models. Um, I would say first and foremost, my parents are my biggest role models. Um, obviously, they taught me so much about life, but the one thing that they always drilled into me and my br big brother was that no matter how much success you get, no matter what you do, how good you are at sport, it costs nothing to be kind and it costs nothing to be a good person. So that was the biggest lesson that they taught me. And now that I'm older, I can really relate to that. And uh, I'm really glad that that's something that I morally have built into me now. Um, and I think it's really important in this industry. Um, but sporting idols, I would say Julie Fleeting was my number one. I used to line up at the end of games, try and get her autograph, and I actually was lucky enough to end up playing with her, both at Scotland, at Glasgow City and at Celtic. Um, so that was amazing. Joe Love was also one. And again, I got to play with Joe and now call her a really good friend. Um, and Andy Murray. I'm from Dunblane, so we're a tennis town and um, everything he's achieved and done for the town is phenomenal. And um, I've unfortunately had injuries a bit like him and come back from them. And he gave me a lot of motivation and inspiration in terms of that. So, um, yeah. Has there been many changes in female participation and visibility within women's football as your career has progressed? I think um, massively there's been a huge amount of change in the women's game throughout my career um, and although I'm so jealous of the young kids coming through now and kids similar to yourselves that have the opportunities and have the world at their feet, um, I'm so proud that I've been part of that change and I think after the Euros 2017 then definitely the World Cup 2019 the, the shift in the game was, was huge. Girls now have the opportunity to play professionally in Scotland which wasn't an option when I was at that age um, and the league going from strength to strength the national team were doing really well so I think the change is, is massive and the game's only going to get bigger and better um, and that's something we're all really proud of but we really want to keep pushing for and it's probably got a long way to go um, but yeah the amount of girls playing football the amount of options and um, challenges that are out there for young girls who, who want to go and push the game forward. It's it's amazing to see and it's only going to make everyone better. Have you faced any setbacks or barriers as an athlete and how have you found you've overcome them? Yeah, unfortunately I've had many setbacks in my career. Um, mostly with injury, I've been very unfortunate to suffer four major knee injuries. So I've had four major knee surgeries um, and I'm only 27. So yeah, that's been very tough. Um, I think there's there's been times where I, I really thought I was done and I really thought I'd never ever pull on a, a Scotland chart or a, a Rosengard chart again. Um, I didn't think I had it in me. And yeah, I was really lucky to be supported by not only the club, but the national team and family and just good people around me who really believed in, in me and um, eventually started believing in it too. Um, so I think at times it really felt impossible and I've been very unlucky with injury. Um, 
but I've learned so much about myself through those hard times and it's also made me really appreciate the time, the good times. Um, and now every day I go out at, train, at training, I'm almost on borrowed time, so it's so easy to really relax and enjoy it and take it all in and that's when you perform your best anyway. So I think I've been, ha I've, I have had a lot of setbacks and I've had a lot of unfortunate things happen, but I also have been able to use them and spin them in a positive way to make me better as a person definitely and hopefully as a player. And finally, do you have any advice for girls who are involved in any male dominated sports such as football? I think the first thing I would say is try not to look at it as a male don dominated sport. Um, I think there's so many opportunities for young girls. I, I think those opportunities are only going to get bigger and only going to get better. Um, but if you think football is something that you want to do or anything that you feel is maybe not female dominated, go and break those boundaries, go and push the barriers, push push your limits and do the best you possibly can. And if you work hard and you put the effort in, there will be there will be some sort of a reward. And I think women's sports only getting bigger and better. And that's something to be part of. Don't ever give up on what you want to do and your dreams, no matter how many people tell you no. Or I was told my career was done medically that I'd never be able to play football again. I woke up from surgery and they said it had not gone very well and that I would never play again. And that was that was a couple of years ago. And here I am about to play the playoffs with the national team. Um, and that's one of the biggest achievements in my career that I proved those people wrong and came back from things that they didn't think I could. So if I had given up then, I would never get the memories that I'm making now. Thank you for talking to us today and being an inspiration for any girls in sports. Um, yeah, thanks. <laughs>